Prague, 2020. History is happening right now, all over the world. The same story, connected and highlighted by the toppling of monuments. Ozymandias is proud to offer part one of a five-part podcast series titled An Ordeal in Prague. The keystone of this series is the removal of Marshal Ivan Konev's Statue of Liberation, which on April 3rd, 2020, was removed from its perch in Prague. This Statue of Liberation, when it was built, why it was built, and the story of its removal involves two biographies, one of Marshal Ivan Konev himself and one of Václav Havel. Both of these men are 20th century giants, but their history continues as a 21st century drama. An ordeal in Prague, a clash of geographies, a clash of ideologies, and a clash of lasting legacies shows us the light of liberalism and the shadow of authoritarianism. Dealing with sometimes the uncomfortable and always the historical, my name is Marcus, and this is Ozymandias. Mayor Andrzej Kolar was under a quarantine of his own, hidden from his family from April, May, June, and July. This quarantine, this isolation, this wasn't COVID-19 related. Mayor Andrzej Kolar was under police protection, hidden from his family. He was actually in, under police protection in 2019 in the fall as well. It's becoming a bit of a regularity for the mayor that police in Prague are detecting threats to his life from the Russian government. Andrzej Kolar is a mayor of Prague. A mayor? Yeah, there are 58 of them. In a sense, 57 district mayors and one overall mayor, or Lord Mayor, to use a British term. Andrzej Kolar is mayor of the 6th district, known as the Prague Six. Several mayors of Prague, not just Andrzej Kolar, have also been under lock and key by the local police, protecting themselves from death threats from the Kremlin at one point or another in 2020. Mayor Andrzej Kolar, he's going to be our guy we're going to look at here closely to bring us up to speed on what went down on April 3rd, 2020. Mayor Andrzej Kolar was born in 1984, an ironic Orwell year, baby. So Andrzej was just five years old when communism in Czechoslovakia collapsed. 1989 is going to be an important year throughout this Ordeal in Prague podcast series. So throughout this discussion, you'll hear 1989 as much as you'll hear 2020. Does Mayor Andrzej Kolar, as a five-year-old baby, remember anything of communism? He remembers watching TV and seeing policemen beat demonstrators in the streets. And he remembers his parents coming home from those demonstrations and talking about them. 
Mayor Andres Kolar, he grew up an anti-communist. Yet Andres' mother, she came from a strong communist family. She was a rebel. His father, by contrast, he came from a family that from day one was in disfavor with the communists. Mayor's dad was not allowed to study history in college. He had to study other subjects. The Soviets wouldn't let him study what he wanted to learn. Afterward, he couldn't get a job really doing anything with the education that he did get. He, he went on to carry bags at a railway station. In the years following communism, he became a diplomat. After communism and after 1989, Andrzej Kolar's father was able to rise up through society. He went on to work for President Václav Havel, serving as an ambassador to various countries, including the United States and Russia. So think about it. It's natural for the ambassador's son, Andrzej, to be interested in history, politics, and international relations, the drama of the world. These were the topics of his as a kid, at the Kolar's dinner table. Andrzej was elected district mayor, District 6, district mayor in 2014. He's had a heck of a term. For 40 years, from 1980 to 2020, Marshal Ivan Konev was a resident of this district, Prague 6. No, he wasn't going down the street to the cafe for a latte and coming home and enjoying retirement. He didn't have a downtown apartment, Ivan Konev. No, he, he, there was a statue of the marshal, this great general, one of the heroes of the Soviet army. Don't worry about going too deep into his backstory. We've got a lot of content there to come. Uh, but today, let's learn a little bit about this monument. It was identified, and the monument's name was evoking Ivan Konev, the Soviet general, as the liberator of Prague. Marshal Konev liberated most of Eastern Europe, undeniably. Liberated is a bit in the eye of the beholder whether the replacement of Nazism by this communism is rightly called liberation. Marshal Konev this is our statue guy, the general. He died in 1973. He was 75 years old when he, when he passed away. Marshal Konev, he led the crushing of the Hungarian Revolution in 1956. He put up the Berlin Wall in 1961. He helped prepare the crushing of the Prague Spring in 1968. Marshal Konev brought Soviet intelligence power down on the people of Czechoslovakia and methodically hunted down the people who had fled the young Soviet Union, Russians, Ukrainians, Belarusians, who were granted citizenship in Czechoslovakia. These agents, this infrastructure, this web, captured and sent these citizens to their deaths back in Siberia. There are still people in Prague who remember all of this happening, Mayor Andrzej Kolar told a Czech reporter in April. They saw their neighbors dragged away by the Soviet secret police. Citizens of Czechoslovakia who sought their freedom, gone forever. 
Before August 21st, 1968, when Soviet tanks rolled over the Prague Spring, a student revolution, an awakening of college students in 1968 that were faced with tanks, before the Prague Spring was crushed by this general, who we'll be talking a lot about, Czechoslovakia was under what would be called soft communist rule. After 1968, then it came time for hard communists. This was the period known as normalization, when Czech rulers got in harmony with the Soviet rulers. This was Ivan Konev's legacy. It was in this period of hard communism that the statue of Marshal Konev went up in 1980, 35 years after the end of World War II and seven years after Marshal Konev's death. Mayor Andrzej Kolar, our mayor, District 6, shouting out, he was born with Marshal Konev's statue already in his district. He was born into this being his monument. The monument, says Mayor Andrzej Kolar, was sort of an act of devotion on the part of the Czech communists towards their father party in Moscow. When liberation came in 1989, the Konev statue was repeatedly vandalized, splattered with purple velvet paint. Prague citizens knew who he was, or most of them did. By 1993, a commission was formed to figure out, hey, you guys, what what do we do with this giant statue in the middle of town, Uh, the liberation statue? What are we going to do? Um, at the time, there were, you know, kind of a piecing together of what was the history of the Eastern Front and what were the facts and what was happening in the post-war period. And what do we do with this <laughs> statue that we know is, is propaganda? Do we move the statue to a museum? Uh, do we just get rid of it? Do we destroy it? So again, 1993, a commission is coming together just four years after the fall of communism in Czechoslovakia, debate, much like the histories of monuments covered on this pod and other areas, um, went back and forth. The what-to-do issue arose again and again, periodically, and including after the election of Mayor Kolar in 2014. He himself, at the time in 2014, the young mayor, was against the removal of the statue. He thought that it should be retained as a teaching tool. Prague people had diverse views on the matter, and it was some firefight here, some firefight there. And officials in 2014, as this conversation was brewing, as the young mayor of District 6 was getting his feet wet, getting his sea legs, they actually approached the Russian embassy, and they asked, what would you guys like to do? Would you like to take the statue and take it back to Berlin and put it in a museum, sorry, to Moscow and put it in a museum? Would you like to put it on your embassy grounds? Or do you want to, do you want to take it back to another place in Russia? Maybe, you know, what do you think? How can we resolve this little problem that, you know, this new mayor is trying to solve? Um, Strictly speaking, the Russians were really not entitled to a say. This was a Czech statue put up by Czechs in the Czech capital. 
the Soviet Union no longer existed, and, well, neither did Czechoslovakia, but the statue is here. Prague officials weren't reaching out because they had to. They were reaching out as a courtesy. And the Russians were not happy. <laughs> they were furious, in fact. They formally accused Mayor Kolar and the others on this commission of trying to rewrite history and for being ungrateful to their Soviet or Russian liberators. In 2018, the Prague 6 district... So here we are, 2018. The Prague 6 district goes ahead and renovates the Konev statue and put up three new kind of plaques, kind of caveats, kind of footnotes attached to this monument. The plaques were in Czech, Russian, and English, so maybe if you've visited Prague in the last six years, you've seen this. And they told the story of the man on the pedestal. That would be the end of the matter. No podcast necessary, thought Mayor Kolar, I'm sure, and his colleagues. Uh, but no. The statue was again vandalized, splattered with blood-like paint. And in response to this footnote of plaques and the additions made to the statue, it became a rallying point for Czech extremists, neo-Nazis, and neo-communists, waving their swastikas and their hammer and sickles together. Politics makes strange bedfellows, remarked Mayor Kolar. So 2018, we have a monument in Prague that has now been edited for historical accuracy to tell the story of the man on the statue in the country uh, that was supposedly liberated by another, another state, another power. And in 2018, we see neo-Nazis and neo-communists waving their swastikas and their hammers and sickles rallying together in defense of Marshal Ivan Konev's statue. The same year that neo-KKK far-right extremists are rallied together in Charlottesville at the Unite the Right rally. Prague and Charlottesville. Has anyone else kind of noticed a gap that the story between these two cities in the year 2018 hasn't yet been connected? I'm going to go ahead and just give the Ozymandias team a gold star on this connection because it's just wild. We're not done yet with the connections between our time and our story and our country and this ordeal in Prague. Strange bedfellows indeed. In September 2019, I mean, this has become a, a rally point. In September of 2019, the, the commission and the mayor and the, and, the, and the elected officials of the Prague 6 district decided to remove the statue and place it in a museum of the 20th century to be built later. We're going to take it. We're going to put it in a warehouse. Uh, we'll, we'll take care of this later, guys. Don't worry about that. A monument to the Prague uprising would go up in Konev's place. Uh, this was the plan, the 2019 plan. Russian officials lost their 
their seats. They went nuts, reacting furiously, accusing Mayor Andrzej Kolar and others responsible, accusing them of reviving fascism, which is a little bit of the upside down, given that they are trying to, in fact, um, not do that. Uh, one Russian minister called Mayor Andrzej Kolar a Nazi proxy, a Nazi stooge. This is what the Russian minister of state living in District 6 in this district where the mayor is making these decisions. Everyone knows what's happening, and we are literally calling each other Nazis at this point while the Nazis are the ones defending the statue. At this point, the police of Prague moved Mayor Andrzej Kolar into hiding. His whereabouts in 2019, and this is what I mentioned earlier, you know, he's been in, in hiding a couple of times. 2019, in the fall of 2019, his family didn't even know where he was. No one did. It was serious. And the Czech press then started to report that Russian assassination plots against Mayor Andrzej Kolar were starting to bubble up. The reports were of a poison plot, in fact. Something that we've seen uh, used by the Kremlin throughout um, the world, really, in recent years. So this is a mysterious case, to say the least. Mayor Andrzej Kolar, he says this, We all know what the Russians are capable of. They have proven themselves unshy about poison. This is the guy who's getting the death threats. They have proven themselves unshy about poison. Uh, Andrzej Kolar, you can be my mayor any day. That is an amazing quote. Also, Russian officials appearing on state television repeatedly called for my death. They're calling for my liquidation. And that's a charming term from their early Soviet days. What a guy. He is picking a fight. Uh I mean, it's good, it's good humor to be able to say, oh, wow, you're using a word liquidation as it relates to myself um, and to call fun at, hey, this is a legacy of your early Soviet days, but, I mean, goodness, to call a spade a spade, this is Prague in 2019. So here we are in, in 2020, April 3rd. The Prague Six, from 2019 to 2020, 2020 is a little bit of a different bird. There's a little bit of air cover, so to speak, as it comes to monument removal. Monuments are going down that need to go down. You know that on this podcast. So the Prague Six district, they went ahead and removed the Konev statue. Within a week, the Russian government passed a law making it a crime to desecrate Soviet military symbols. The law applies to foreigners. Mayor Andrzej Kolar and other Prague offenders were tried in absentia and convicted. They were sentenced to three years imprisonment in Russia. A mayor of Prague was sentenced to three years imprisonment in Russia for taking this statue down. (laughs) A mayor of Prague was sentenced to three years imprisonment in Russia for the removal of a statue. If this isn't the thread that Ozymandias is all about, then I don't know what I'm doing. But you can tell that I'm pretty excited about where this story's going. But I'm also worried about the mayor. 
I like this guy. I've been reading a lot about him and, uh, you know, let's just say he's not going to be vacationing or going on any ski trips, you know, in the Russian Alps. It's one thing to be cursed and threatened, even prosecuted by Russians. This is Mayor Andrzej Kolar. He's saying this. It's one thing to be cursed and threatened, even prosecuted by the Russians. It's another to be cursed and threatened by my fellow Czechs in my own language. Mayor Andrzej Kolar has received mail of the death to your family, death to your wife, death to your children variety. And a lot of this is is coming from within District 6 from his own constituents. The Czech Republic is badly split, Mayor Andrzej Kolar explains. It's split between people in the Havel tradition. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about Václav Havel. Remember, he's one of the two biographies that we're going to prioritize in this conversation in kind of the arch of this narrative. Václav Havel will be one that we spend time on. There's two types of groups, Mayor Andrzej Kolar is explaining to us, between the Václav Havel tradition of freedom and democracy, and then the people who align themselves with Russia. The latter group now is larger than the first. There are more so-called nationalists, but Mayor Mayor goes ahead and makes an interesting distinction there. They're called nationalists, but it's a little bit of a curious designation given their deference to Moscow. Does the Make Czech Republic Great Again slogan ringing any bells? Milo Zeman, this is the Czech president today, he's a strong ally of Vladimir Putin. He's also an ally of Xi Jinping in China. Um, So he's He's in with the Strong Guy Club. Uh, He was a former communist. Again, a little quick aside, this is the president, whereas we've been spending time with the mayor and the municipality. The mayor, um, in opposition to the president, the president is a socialist and a populist, and he kind of stands for this, stands for that. But one detail might suggest a broader picture of the man. In 2018, he refused, this is the president of the Czech Republic, he refused to participate in the 50th anniversary commemorating the Prague Spring, the original kind of moment that is a part of this Ivan Konev story in the first place. The president never stood up for any of us, says Mayor Andrzej Kolar, referring to what the mayors have endured from Russia He never said, these mayors are Czech politicians elected in a democratic election, and you have no right to tell them what to do or to dictate anything to them. On the contrary, the president of the Czech Republic was in harmony with the Kremlin and largely stood back and stood by. Throughout the ordeal, Mayor Andrzej Kolar... You're a new mayor. You're coming in in 2014. You're born in... You're born in 1984. You had five years of communism under your belt before you even were able to, you know, get out of the crib. And, you know, did you ever think of quitting? Did you ever think of hanging it up, spending time with the family? You're in the center of the crosshairs here. You picked a fight with the Kremlin. Mayor Andrzej Kolar, he says, yeah, sure. 
during the last four months, I've lost about 45 pounds from all the stress. Uh, this guy's amazing, honestly, his sense of humor. Mr. Mayor, count your blessings. Most of us gained 40 pounds during those COVID-19 months. So, um, if there's a silver lining in, you know, your death threats from, from Moscow, maybe that's it. Uh, he had his family safety to think about. At the same time, he, he was getting huge support. The mayor says not only from the people in Prague, but also from the people in cities, towns, and villages across you know, the, the Czech Republic. And I thought to myself, I can't disappoint these people, the mayor said. They need someone who is actually able to stand up and speak up for their ideals and their principles. Mayor Andrzej Kolar points out the Czechs lost their de- democracy in the years after the war. It slipped away from the people of Czechoslovakia between 1945 and 1948. Democracy slipped away. Mayor Andrzej Kolar and his allies in District 6 do not want to see it slip away again. This has been part one of an ordeal in Prague. History is happening right now, all over the world. The same story, connected and highlighted by the toppling of monuments. Join us for part two, who was Marshal Ivan Konev, and what does a communist liberation actually look and feel like? There's still these words that appear. My name is Ozymandias, King of Kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.